all worship together. Save us 
from the life we once were in. The Father's will fulfilled through the path of the cross. That is the reason He Hope this life is love that is now entrusted unto each of us. The precious cross, so beautiful and so bright. The path of the cross is the reason we.
Let's continue our service. Because Jesus Christ overcame the death. Because He lives, we also live. Amen.
of a king. Amen. Amen. Love. 
good to be in the house of the Lord as we transition to our prayer before we transition let's just come together and sing one more time his love his love he saved me with his love and let's make that our declaration and our testimony not just to people and to others but in the Lord and to the Lord let us worship him with hallelujah with Hosanna to the highest and let's worship him in spirit and truth let's sing together his love his love, His love, He saved me with His love. He came down in humility and gave Himself for me. I surrender my life to You. I surrender my life to you who died. I will live for you alone, a life that 
that Christ has been raised from the dead how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead if there is no resurrection of the dead then not even Christ has been raised and if Christ has not been raised our preaching is useless and so is your faith more than that we are then found to be false witnesses about God for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him, if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ, and this is the truth, men and women of God, let us listen carefully to the word of God. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, through Adam, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive, alive, and alive. Lord, thank you for the resurrection. Thank you for this beautiful resurrection day. Without the resurrection, our preaching, our service, our worship, and our praises is all in vain is all for nothing. Our solid foundation is found on the basis of your resurrection. Thank you, Lord, for saving us and for rescuing us. Thank you, Lord, that you were raised from the dead, that you overcame death and death in itself. And because you live, we live. And it is that truth we operate upon faith, upon faith from glory to glory. Amen. And amen. amen. We follow you with all of our hearts, soul, mind, and strength. And God, as we transition now to the message, to our Easter day service, Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts for those who are listening here today, Lord, may be pleasing in your sight, O oh God. Open up our eyes to see the truth. Open up our ears to hear the truth and to listen to the truth and to obey the truth for Lord you alone are our rock and our redeemer we give you all the glory and all the honor for all these things and your precious son just cross let me pray and God's people pray amen. Amen. amen and amen amen God bless you let's all take our seat and let's begin with The title, the title of today's message is called Hallelujah, Happy Easter. 
Can we turn to our neighbor and say hallelujah? Hallelujah. And say, Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Amen and amen. So Easter, what is Easter? Easter is aka known as the resurrection day. So we can turn to one another and declare and say, Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Amen and amen. Christ is risen. Our main passage here today is found in John 14, 18 to 21. But the prayer that I just did earlier where I mentioned 1 Corinthians 15 passage, verse 12 to 22, is also part of the message. I put it towards the end. But let's begin with John 14 first, starting with verse 18. I'm going to go ahead and read. It says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Does it not resonate in your heart? Do you understand? To know the Father, you must know Christ. And to know Christ means you know the Father. If you're in Christ, you're in God. When you're in God, you are in Christ. And you have the Holy Spirit in you. You cannot have one. You cannot separate it. It all comes together in one package. Verse 21, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Amen. And amen. This right here passage, not only John chapter 1, but John 14, gives us a clear picture of the Trinity. To be in God means to be in Christ. To be in Christ means to be in the Lord and to have the Holy Spirit. So why is today important? Why do we celebrate Easter? It's not the Easter bunnies. It's not the eggs. We celebrate Easter because he lives. And we live with Christ. And we are alive in Christ. That's it. The sole purpose to the Christian life is the resurrection. There is no mention of the resurrection of Jesus. Yes, he died, but he never rose again from the dead. That's the basis of what others will say to debunk Christianity. But as Christians, we know that the sole purpose, the sole truth, the foundation of the Christian life is found on the basis of the resurrection, is found on the basis of Easter. Jesus doesn't leave us after Good Friday as he enters Palm Sunday to Jerusalem. As he is crucified on the cross, the gruesome death of the cross. As the disciples go back to their old lives, to their old habits, to what they used to know. Jesus doesn't leave the disciples empty-handed. And he promises that he will come back and he has come back. 
It's like you're walking with a child. You need to go do something. You tell the child, I'll be right back. And then you leave that child in the car, burning with the heat, overwhelming them. But rest assured, we're not orphans. He will not leave us as orphans on the street. He will come back, and he has surely come back, and he has risen from the dead. And that is the reason why we celebrate Easter. He is here. He is risen. Christ is risen. We are no longer orphans. It says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Because I live, you also will live. Amen. And amen. Beginning with point number one, we say, Hallelujah. My hope is in Christ forever. Amen and amen. Why hallelujah? Why hallelujah? Hallelujah means a joyous praise. That is why we are here today. To have a joyous worship. To have a joyous praise before the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what it means. Praise God. It says in Revelation 9, 6, not on the screen, but it says, Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude. This is also found in verse 1 as well, but I just chose verse 6. But it says, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud pearls of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Amen and amen. He came to this world as a lamb in the first advent. But he came and he will come in the second advent as the lion who will come to judge the world as the king. And he is here. All will sing. All will say. There's not a single cell, a person, a being that will not shout hallelujah. For he is the king. He is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, who was and is and is to come. Amen and amen. There is no other truth than the resurrection, than our king, our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, my hope today, my hope today is not found and it is not rooted in self-guide videos or books that we read, magazines that we like to read, or it is not based on our bank accounts on what we're wearing, my achievements, the new age things that the people are into these days, the new age beliefs, or in my political affiliation. Rather, it is rooted in Christ, in Christ alone, and everything else is secondary. Everything else is a cheap guise. If we are here today at church and we're not covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, if you do not believe in the resurrection, everything you're doing right now is a cheap guise. You're just pretending. You do not have the true root. You do not have the true foundation. You do not have true faith, and you will not last, and you will falter, and you will fall away. If Christ is not the center, you are like a sick person. It may look like you have many riches, You have a lot of mansions, things, monetary things. 
But if you're a sick person, it's useless, right? There's no reason for that. I'd rather be a healthy individual than to have these things. We all not choose good health. Therefore, as Christians, spiritually speaking, symbolically speaking, prophetically speaking, as Christians, spiritually we're rich, regardless of how others label us based on our titles, our education, the schools we have graduated from. Doesn't matter if your hope is not in Christ, if your ultimate hope is not in Christ. It's all cheap guys. All of our hopes must be in Christ, and all other hopes are fleeting. It's fleeting. Letter A, every day, stay hopeful in Christ. Every day, every day, each day, as tomorrow comes, and if tomorrow comes, tomorrow is not guaranteed, but if it comes every day, today, right now, if you're alive and you're able to hear this message right now, today, right now, stay hopeful in Christ. My hope is in Jesus Christ forever. Hallelujah. Be Every day, stay hopeful in his promises. What is his promise? What are his promises? It means in who he is. Who he is, that's the first and foremost. It's who he is because he will not change. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. So trust in who he is. In the personhood of Jesus Christ. In the character of our God and who he is. That he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he loves you. And he is a compassionate and a kind God who is merciful. Abounding in love, it says. How do you stay hopeful in his promises and what he has done? What has he done in your life? Sometimes we're so full of complaint. We haven't fully committed to the Lord. And all we have is bitterness, bitterness, bitterness. But if you're in the Lord, you will get better, not bitter, because the Lord, everything that he does, there's a plan and a purpose behind what he is doing, but you must be in the Lord for you to be in his plan and his timing, because our God is a sovereign God, and what he has done. Sometimes we're too busy, we're too proud, we're too blind to notice what God has done in our lives. We don't see what God has done. And we are not grateful. When we come to church, we are full of anger and filth and bitterness and resentment. That's what we see many people sitting in the back. We have a chip on our shoulders. And I don't mean to downplay the circumstances and the situations that you've been through in your life. The hardships. But at the end of the day, at the end of this life, life is all the same. Whether you are an orphan without growing up without parents, whether you grew up in a rich home with parents, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we are all broken people. We are all sinners. We are all in need of a Savior. And if you are in Christ, our God has blessed us. And therefore, he has fulfilled all of his promises and he will fulfill his, all, all of his promises. Every day, stay hopeful in his promises and what he has done. Don't be too blind and too proud to see what the Lord has done in you. A long time ago when I lived in Korea, I had a close young of mine. 
uh, we were very close. Uh, we would go and um, he would uh, be in charge of looking at uh, like retreat centers. So when he was in charge of that, we would go on road trips to look at these places and we would get McDonald's, chicken nuggets, right, Ronnie? Woo! Chicken nuggets and dip it into ice cream and just have a lot of good memories with him. And we went on missions and somehow along the way, when I was a senior in high school, and he was able to go on this mission trip with me to Chile, and I went with him and the team, and somehow you kind of see the degrade of the person's faith because it shows in, in our conduct, in our lifestyle, in our life choices, and in the way that we come to church, and and it shows in the way that we conduct ourselves in our speech, uh, in the way we, that we dress, and in the things that we like to talk about. And over the years, I just saw him go more from a person who was part of the church in the praise team, he played the drums very close. We were very close to a point where he went to school even though he came back, eventually his faith kind of drifted away. And I saw that a lot with the older generation, the generation that I grew up in. And then years later in Korea, he had a big time job. You know, he was in business and worked for Goldman Sachs and he was stationed in Korea and they provided everything for him. Um, the hotel, he could stay there and he has everything that he needed. Uh, and he wasn't going to church. And when we meet up with old faces, he wanted to be the one wanting to drink. But I kept it clean. And I said no. And, and he respected it. And at this point, about three or four years have passed. And we reunited in Korea. I stayed over his place. We we're having fun. It's good because we're close. But we went to church. And it was a church that I was attending. And the pastor gave a message about remembering God's goodness. And all he can do after service was, how can he say something so toxic? He doesn't know what I've been through or what others have gone through. And when we are filled with the lies of the enemy, all we can see are the dark spots. We don't see the good things and the blessings that the Lord has done in our lives. So when I say stay hopeful in his promises every day, it takes one day, it takes two days, it takes one week, a month for you to turn away from the Lord. For you to no longer go to God with thanksgiving and praise, with a grateful heart and sing hallelujah. No longer will you sing hallelujah as you used to. But your heart will be so hardened to the point where you will turn away from the Lord. And we will die in the wilderness. And our faith will be no more. But if you have true faith... Your faith will go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from mercy to mercy. You cannot forget what he has done in your life. And you cannot be blind to what he is doing right now. What is the Lord doing right now in your life? And you need to also understand and trust because he has been faithful. Faithful he has been. Faithful he is. And faithful he will continue to be forever. For all of eternity. You must recognize 
what the Lord will do and continue to do. Every day, stay hopeful in his promises. He's the one that I got the, the Maxima car from, too. That's, that's the one. That's the person. I miss him, and I pray for him. But let's continue. Let us see every day. Stay hopeful in his word. Amen. And amen. Stay hopeful in his word. Not in other books, self-help books, but in the word. In other words, the word of God, the Bible, the scripture. Why? Because the Bible reminds us, again, as I mentioned, he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In other words, forever. Forever. So Easter is a good season. It's a good day. It's a perfect day to pause. Right? We just put a pause in our life and to remind ourselves of the truth, of the goodness of God, to know the hope of the Lord. That it comes from Christ and it comes through Christ and in Christ alone and there is nothing else. Jesus' life and his death, the resurrection, the cross of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, everything else that comes with it, the complete picture of the gospel gives us the ultimate hope. It gives us the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Yes, as human beings, we are wishy-washy. Yes, as human beings, we could be corrupt. Yes, we are corrupt. Yes, we are fickle. Yes, we are proud. And yes, we are broken. But the gospel reminds us that we are not hopeless. You are not hopeless to your emotions. You are not hopeless to your situations. In fact, you are greater than your circumstances because we have the greatest gift. As Christians, we have the greatest gift. And what is the greatest gift? It's the gift and the hope. It's the hope in Jesus Christ because of the resurrection, because of Easter. That is why we do not fear. We do not fear death. Yes, it's scary to face death. Yes, it's scary to face dire disease and this body is so fleeting but we do not fear because we have the Lord and because of the hope that we have in Christ we know the story in Matthew 8 with the story of the storm I mean there are other references other gospels but Matthew 8 they're on a boat a huge storm comes Jesus found sleeping in a boat, on a cushion, and everyone's scared. And then Jesus, he wakes up and says, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And he tells the storm, quiet, be still, talking to it like a person, and it obeys, and it gets completely calm. A minute before, everyone was shouting, we're going to drown, we're going to drown. Lord, save us. Jesus, come. But Jesus says, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? In other words, hope in me. There is hope in me. And there is hope through me. Nothing else. 
Even in the midst of storms, remain hopeful in Christ. In the midst of chaos, remain hopeful in Jesus Christ. This, my friends, is what is true of this day of Easter. This is what is true and genuine, and this is our real hope. This is not a false hope that we give to people. Like, you know, they're bleeding out, and we know they're about to die, and we say, don't worry, you're going to live, giving them a lie. You know, we will save you. Like Arlene, I'm sure she lies to her patients all the time. I'll save you, don't worry, I got you. You're going to be okay. But then they have like a day to live. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> but this is not a false hope that we give to people to make them feel better. Spiritually, this is for real. This is f- the real thing, the true thing the greatest pearl, the treasure, gold that you ever find. It's priceless. You cannot put a price to it. We give to people what is true, genuine, and real on this very day. The hope of Christ. Hallelujah. My hope is in Jesus Christ. Not just for today, but forever, forever, forever. Point number two, hallelujah, my sin is atoned for forever. My sins are atoned for forever. Amen. And amen. There is no greater joy, a greater gift as human beings than to realize that our sins have been atoned for. Not just temporarily for good, for real, forever. The atonement of Christ for our sins, meaning him taking our place, him restoring us to a rightful standing before the Father, the cross of Jesus Christ, where our sins kept us away from a holy God because he is a holy God and he is a God who is alive that kept us from going close to him well, only on one day they are able to sacrifice and give their sins to the Lord, the day of atonement. But now, for good, once and for all, the atonement of Christ for our sins, it has been finished. Therefore, it gives us, letter A, real freedom. Letter B, it gives us endless joy. And see, it gives us new identities. You are no longer the old person. You are a new person in Christ. You have a new identity. Before you are out, lost as orphans out on the street. But now, you are a child of God who has joy, endless joy. And real freedom that is found in the Lord. So in other words, because we are no longer orphans, we are no longer, in other words, we are no longer haunted by our fears, our failures, our shortcomings, our guilt, our shame, the bondages of sin, the sins of our past, present and future, 
we are saved for real. My sin is atoned for forever. Do you know that you are saved for real? Through Christ and in Christ, do you know that you are saved for real? So Easter today reminds us through Christ, we're now free to forgive. We're free to love. Love others, to point others to Christ. Not because I'm better, but because he saved me. As you do nursing home this Tuesday, we understand that we are his instruments. We are able to point others to Christ because he saved me and he can save you. To share our testimonies of what the Lord has done in me. Do people around you know your testimony of what the Lord is doing and what the Lord has done in you? Just tr do you trust in his providence and his promises? Isaiah 6, 7, it says, With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atone for. How does that happen? Only through one person, Jesus Christ. Psalm 65, verse 3, when we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. We cannot escape the power and the strength of sin of the enemy in our own strength because we are not good. Imagine just being stuck in the mud. We're just sinking down. It's overwhelming. Mud is coming in more and more and more. It's just our hand that's reaching out. Water's engulfing us. Jesus Christ is the only one that could reach out his hand and pull us out. He is the only one that can forgive us of our transgressions and of our sins. He is the only one that can atone for our sins. He is the ultimate sacrifice once and for all. There is no one else who can save us other than Christ. Therefore, Paul declares here in Romans 5, verse 5 to 8, he says, what hope does not put us to shame. What hope is he talking about? It's the hope that is found in Christ. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts. Through who? Through the Holy Spirit who has given to us. You have the Holy Spirit in you. You see at just the right time when we're still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly when we were overwhelmed by sin. As I mentioned in Psalm 65, we were powerless. It says, Christ died for the ungodly, the undeserving. That's me. That's you. That's us. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die, right? If you had a choice between saving two individuals... One is a crazy serial killer versus an innocent child. 
would you not go ahead without a second thought? Because if you reach for that criminal, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with us. It's like, okay. Or it's like a, it's not even a, it's not even a person. It's like a toy and you choose a toy over a person. How evil and terrible can you be? But that's the reality of a human, of the human nature. We are very selfish beings. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. What is this? While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. And amen. amen. Hallelujah. My sin is atoned for forever. Amen and amen. And lastly, point number three. Hallelujah. Easter is here to stay forever. Amen and amen. It's not just for today. It's not just for 2023. It's not just for 2024. It is forever, past, present, and future. It is here to stay forever. Seasons, years shall change. But Easter is here to stay forever. What is Easter? It is what completes the Christian life. Without Easter, there is no Christian life. Do you understand that? It is what brings meaning to why we do what we do as Christians. It's the foundation of the Christian life. It is what restores my body, my heart, soul, mind, and strength, inside out, outside in. Understanding that it is not about Easter bunnies. It is not about the eggs. It's about the truth, the personhood of Christ. I'm talking about our God, our King, Jesus Christ, fully man, fully God, who came to this world to dine with us, to save sinners, to save you, to save me, to die on the cross for us, to fulfilling Isaiah 53. Like a lamb led to a slaughter. As the wrath of God was upon Christ. As he died on the cross, he rose again from the dead. The resurrection is here to stay forever. Amen and amen. amen. And as Brother Enrico mentioned during praise, he said, because he lives, we live. And I also mentioned it in the prayer and also earlier in the beginning of the message. It is true. That is the truth. Because he lives, I live. Because he saved me, we're now able to freely share what Christ has done in me. Every day of our lives until we take our final breath. When someone asks you for the reason and the hope that you have in this life, may your answer be, my hope is in Christ. Because he lives, I live. Our sole purpose now is not the American dream, the Korean dream, the Filipino dream. What is that anyway? Brother Enrico, what is the Filipino dream? <laughs> what does it mean to have the American dream? Is it the pursuit of happiness? 
Is it the pursuit of this world? I will tell you what our sole purpose is. Here it is. A, to surrender our lives to Christ today. Today. B, to become slaves to Christ's righteousness today. It's the armor of God where we don't put our own breastplate of righteousness, but it's the righteousness of Christ. It is because of his righteousness we were able to go to the Lord. It says in Romans 6, 18, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. You are no longer slaves to sin, but you are slaves to his righteousness. Amen and amen. And see, lastly, our sub point here to live the rest of our days in Christ today. To live the rest of our days in Christ today. What does it mean to live the rest of your days in Christ? Here it is. It's what the disciples did with Jesus. They walk with him. They dine with him. In other words, as Christians right now, we dine in his word. We commune with Christ. We pray in Christ. Praying in Christ, being transformed in Christ, going on missions, reaching the lost in Christ, pointing others to Christ, sharing the gospel in Christ, remaining hopeful in Christ. To carry your cross daily in Christ, as it says in Luke 9, 23, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. That's what it means to live the rest of your days, your days in Christ now, right now, today. Are you living for Christ today? Going back to the title, hallelujah. Happy Easter. Do you understand what that means? Do you truly, fully understand what that means? We're no longer orphans. We are a child of God. So hallelujah. Number one, my hope is in Jesus Christ forever. Every day, stay hopeful in Christ. Every day, stay hopeful in his promises. Every day, stay hopeful in his word. Number two, hallelujah, my sin is atoned for forever. There is real freedom now. He gives us real freedom, endless joy, and new identities. I am no longer my old self. The old person who I used to be is gone. I am a new person in Christ. Because he lives, I live. And number three, hallelujah, Easter is here to stay forever. Now, our sole purpose now, that Easter is here and has been here and will be here forever. Now, our only option with God giving us everything that he can and he could and he has given us and he has given us everything. He has not kept anything from us. He is a generous father. He has given us everything. He has given his whole being on the cross for us. Everything he had. Now our sole purpose is A. In turn, we surrender our lives to him. Today. 
be we become slaves to Christ's righteousness today, not slaves of sin, to sin. And we live the rest of our days in Christ today. Amen. And amen. So I'm closing with this. As the praise team comes up, I would like for us to be in a state of uh, just reflecting and meditating on the word of God, on the message here today. And may we remember our lives and why we are here and who and whose we are and how we have been living. Meaning, have we been living for ourselves or have you been living for the Lord? In your past, you may have been unfaithful and you may have taken the message of the gospel, especially when Easter came. The message of the cross, you took it lightly. But now, now, for today is a new day. May we allow the truth of Christ to transform us inside out. May the Holy Spirit pierce your hearts today with his truth and with his love here today. May you reflect upon your life and upon the word here today. And may you surrender your life to Jesus Christ today. And as you do so, may you choose today. May you fully commit now your life to live fully your life for the Lord. Fully surrender for the Lord today and forevermore. May you give all of your worries, all of your doubts, all of your fears. May you surrender them to the Lord here today. May we close our eyes at this time. And as the presence of God is here with us, as the spirit of the resurrection and the truth of the resurrection is here today, as the resurrection is our foundation, may we trust in the Lord at this very moment and rely on the Lord this very moment and give him our whole being, our sins, our lives. And may we lay them down as the woman who gave out of her poverty all that she had to live on. As a woman who gave the jar, the alabaster jar, who gave everything, her life's wage, wages to the Lord. May we turn to the Lord and give him our everything. May we not be like the young rich ruler who was proud and knew the laws of God, but yet he could not turn to the Lord and give him his whole life to follow him. May we be like the original 11 disciples who dropped everything that they had, who dropped their nets, who dropped their professions, who dropped what they knew, but surrender to the Lord and follow the Lord and walk with the Lord and dine with the Lord and commune with the Lord. May we understand the truth. May we, may our eyes see the truth, just like the two individuals who walked with Christ on the road to the town of Emmaus, on the road to Emmaus as we went over on Friday. May we understand and see the truth. May the fire of God and the light of God, the truth of God, come and pierce our hearts. May it burn within us the truth of God. And may we turn to him and know 
that He is here, that He is risen, that He is here today. May the light of Christ shine and burn within us here today. Surrender your whole being. Surrender your past. Surrender your present. And surrender your future. Let's lay it all down at the feet of our King. Can we pray together? Stubborn wall, rising again. Stubborn hearts, Father, because you live. Break it down, Lord. Because you live. May they choose to live, to, live, God. to see to live, the truth. To have life. Thank you, Father. Their eyes will not see the truth. Almighty Father, thank you for everything that God our sins have been atoned for. Am I lost and dead in my life? Everything that we have committed in our lives. It's my past. Thankful to you. But there is hope today. For accepting us in the present. Ways, and there's hope today in the future. Thank you for the resurrection. For us life, Hallelujah. Our families. Hallelujah. Despite our sinful ways. Hallelujah. And Hosanna to the our highest. Disobedience to you, Hosanna to the highest. Praise, praise, praise be the praise name of our praise Lord. Name, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for hallelujah. We shout hallelujah. Our families. From the rooftops to our the whispers of our hearts. Pray for forgiveness for hallelujah. For them, Where God, you live. I live. Hallelujah. There's eternal hope that is found in Jesus. There's so many things to praise you for. God, everything else, all the ground is fleeting ground, is sinking sand my house may my house be built on a solid rock of christ and on solid rock i stand upon christ my lord my king the one who lives the one who lives here today the one who has been here and will be here forever and who lives forever blessed be the name of our lord jesus the hope of easter the hope of easter is here the hope that is found in Christ is here. There is life and hope in the resurrection and the truth of our King. May this truth be evident, not just in our lives, but in the people that we encounter. May we be arrows pointing others to Christ so that they may know the death, not just the death of our Lord Jesus, and we remain dead. But in the resurrection, in you coming back to life, without the resurrection, everything is nothing. And it's because of the resurrection.
their sins. Father, forgive their sins. We lay everything down. Everything, our wars and our fears, problems. We lay that. We lay it. Everything at your feet. Thank you. Laying down my life and following His ways, giving up my pride and shame to devote myself to You. As He lives in me, I will look to Him alone. The Lord's hands are working inside of me. Laying down my life and following His ways, giving up my pride and shame. To devote myself to you As he lives in me I will look to him alone The Lord's hands are working inside of me Change my heart, Jesus To have your heart What you want to do I will do I will follow the way of the cross Lord I desire to do what you want me to do change my heart Jesus to have your heart what you want me to do I will do I will follow the way of the cross Lord I desire to do what you want me to do His love for me I surrender my life to you who died I will live for you alone a life that pleases you this amazing this amazing love that covers the whole earth the whole earth and leads all of us in the path of my Lord His love is love He saved us with His love He came down in humility 
and gave himself for me. I surrender my life to you who die. I will live for you alone, a life that pleases you. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. More than that, we were then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But praise be to God, the truth of Easter. But Christ has been indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive forever and ever. Amen. And amen. Lord, thank you for your humility. Thank you for your obedience. And ultimately, Lord, thank you for giving your life for my life, for our lives here today. Thank you for atoning us from our sins and restoring us back to the Father. We are in you and we are in the Lord. We are in God. And the Holy Spirit is with us, is in us and living in us. We thank you. We love you. Hallelujah. And happy Easter. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord continue to guide your steps forevermore. We pray all these things in your precious Son, Jesus Christ, and we pray. And God's people pray. Amen. amen. And amen. 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 Let's close our service with the path of life in Jesus. Shall come.
service with a benediction. Uh, let me pray for us. Let us pray together. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And now may the unending pursuit, may the unending grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gentle counsel and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit which that surpasses all the knowledge of this world, continue to keep you, guide you, and protect you forevermore. And as God's people, we pray. Amen. 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 Right, God bless you. I love you. I'll see you all in the back. God bless you.